It's all good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to It's All Good, a podcast all about well-being. I'm Lauren, and I'm so thrilled to be continuing season two. If you're new here, every episode, I have a new friend on to talk about personal stories and give ways to take care of your own health and well-being. I recorded episodes last summer that I have yet to post, so that's what you can expect for the next little while. But today, I have a special episode that I got to record remotely with my dear friend Mel, who, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know she was my co-host in season one. We talk about how we've been feeling during this time of this pandemic, how we've been coping, and what realizations we've had during this unprecedented time. So let's just get into it. Hi, Mel. Hi, Lauren. (laughs) It has been exactly two years since we started the podcast together. Oh, no way. That's so cool. Like, not on the same day, or? Um... (laughs) I know we released on May 20th, but I'm not sure when we recorded oh. our first episode. I want to say, like, May 5th or something like that. Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Yeah. Well, glad to be back. Happy to be here. Yeah, this is exciting. You know, we're we're back in action, mm-hmm. doing the podcast together, and we have an exciting episode for all of you today. <laughs> it's been so long. Okay. Today, Mal and I are going to be talking about maintaining well-being during an unusual, strange time, you know, we're all in this together trying to figure out how to live in, in, the, in the era of COVID. So Mel and I just wanted to give some tips and tricks of what we've been doing um, to, to help you maintain your own health and well-being because it is a strange time and we're just trying to figure it out too. We're definitely not experts. Um, but before we even get to that, I feel... Mel, I wanted to hear just <laughs> how have you been feeling about where where I've been at? Where have you been at? Where are you at now? How has that changed from now? Sorry, I asked like five <laughs> questions in the span of, yep. of ten seconds, but Mel, take it away. All right. Um, well, I'm currently in my room. Love it. <laughs> hashtag stay um, at home. Hashtag stay at home. Um, I'm not working from home, just staying at home. Oh my gosh! But today I'm gonna actually try and use my sewing machine for like the first time in a while so I'm going to try and make a scrunchie which I'm quite excited about start new topics um but yeah I've just been at home it's been a bit weird um yeah I don't know yeah it's been weird (laughs) I don't know what else to say yeah it definitely has been and you have been going home on the weekends to Port Moody to visit your family. Do you feel like that has been helpful? I think so. I think because, I don't know, I don't know about you, Lauren, but, like, (laughs) when this whole, like, pandemic started, there was just so much messaging about, like, stay home and, like, don't go out if you need to. So I think I kind of misread that as the opposite of staying home means I can't go outside. So I just basically Mm -hmm. didn't leave my apartment for, like, a month. Um... Mm -hmm. And my mom was basically like, you're on house arrest, like, you can go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to, like, sit and pick, uh, like, parks a bit more if I can. Um, or, yeah, like, go home into Port Moody. It's, like, I think it's a really necessary, like, reset to be around, you know, people that love you, people that want to feed you. And, yeah, that's been good to hug people. Oh, totally. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I kind of had the same thing as you during exams. Uh, for three three weeks, I'm pretty sure I didn't go outside at all. But it was the same okay. thing of, like, I can still go in my backyard. Like, I can still, mm-hmm. as long as I'm keeping distance. But yeah. it was definitely hard, cause, especially because it's nice outside. And yeah. you, it's easy to feel cabin fever, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really thought that I'd be totally fine with being inside for weeks on end. But I never mm-hmm. realized, oh, no, I... That's just not how it works. Like, humans need to interact and get vitamin D. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I was wrong. I guess there's never been a period of my life where I've had to stay inside for weeks on end. That's the thing. It was, like, pretty fun at first, but then I was getting to that habit of, like, doing the same five things every single day. Oh, (laughs) same, same. Yeah, it was just bad. (laughs) I feel like all my days kind of blend into each other because I basically Mm -hmm. do the same routine every day. So Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get into it, but I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll talk about some ways to break up the monotony, but... All right. Yeah, but generally... Okay, and tell me if you feel the same way, but every now and then... Or or tell me if you don't feel the same way, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be happy to, (laughs) though. That's fine, that's fine. But um, I'll just... I think it comes in waves. Like, sometimes I'll feel, like, totally fine, and I'm like, oh, this is a fun time. I get to be home and and do things. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, I feel... But then, randomly, I'll feel panicked, like, at the uncertainty of everything, Mm -hmm, and just, mm -hmm. like, how how much longer are we going to be in for? And, like, there's how could we do this for for more than what we've been doing? So I kind of oscillate between those two mindsets. I know what you mean, I think, because there's a lot of, like, talk about um, whether, like, this is becoming, like, the new normal or something, and I Mm kind of, honestly, like, I kind (laughs) of, I refuse to accept that term, Mm -hmm. because it's just, if this is it, it seems really bleak, in my opinion, and I kind of understand what they mean by, like, new normal in terms of, like, enforcing new policies to, like, not have, like, another outbreak, which I totally understand, but I think just personally, I, um, I feel quite optimistic about my future and quite hopeful for what things come. And so I'm trying to, um, oh, I saw like this amazing comic the other day. It was like, I'm sad. And then, I mean, it's pretty easy to be like, I'm sad or I'm bummed. But if you add like the phrase for now after that, it changes the perspective completely. So I've been trying to be like, you know, you feel this way for now, but like it's only temporary. It's going to change. Um, Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's it's basically saying that emo- all emotions are temporary. Like, we're only mm-hmm. going to feel this for a certain amount of time. Like, our now mm-hmm. isn't forever. I mm-hmm. like that, Mel. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting. My, my mom was even saying if uh, kids in elementary and high schools go back to school for the rest of the year, then Mm -hmm. she was saying that they might have, like, half the class might have to alternate days that they're going, or they're going to have to have more hand-washing stations and hire Mm -hmm. more custodians to to clean up more Mm -hmm. frequently. And Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting that this might have to be the norm, although it it might be better to just wait until we don't have to do that because it seems like more work. But everyone is, everyone from every sector is trying to 
uh, figure out what what the next little bit looks like. So yeah, it's definitely kind of weird too. I think when it affects like this global scale of that many people, because I think usually when something like unfortunate or like weird happens like this, it's usually like a much smaller community. So it's easier to like help out and find ways to like kind of cope with it. But it's when it sucks for someone else in this time, it sucks for everyone. So it's kind of like a really yeah, like it forces you to have like. Um, a new perspective on things and just kind of form your own coping mechanisms and yeah we're all just trying to figure this out all together we're all doing our best but you are right in the sense that every single country and person has been affected some maybe have impacted more severely than others mm-hmm. but the, I mean, that's the kind of nice thing is that we all have this to unite over we're all trying to figure out this new normal <laughs> Um, and we're not alone. We're, we're mm-hmm. all just trying to take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so Mal and I have some tips and tricks that have been working for us, and we would like to share them with you. So, I can start us off. All right. So, Mal and I have both been trying to take advantage of all the downtime that we have, the unexpected downtime, by either starting new activities or revisiting old hobbies. It's really nice because during the school year, there's so many things that I would want to do, but I always said, oh, I don't have the time for that. But Mm -hmm. now I have all the time in the world, so I really Mm -hmm. can't uh, complain. Um, What have I been doing? Mel, I've I've been doing these dance workouts. Have I told? <laughs> no. Okay, so, well, mainly my I like to do yoga, but mm-hmm, I was feeling mm-hmm. like I want to do something different. I want to change things up because I've been doing yoga for so long. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying out these, uh, it's kind of like Zumba, so they, they are kind of like workout classes, but the, the moves are like hip-hop moves or... Oh. Uh, I know, I know. It's it, it's really fun. Like in yoga, I don't really sweat that much, but in these dance yeah. workouts, I sweat profusely. It's really gross. Um, just like Guy Fieri and all of his TV shows. Sorry, I love Guy Fieri. <laughs> this isn't shade to Guy. I think he's great. I mean, welcome to Flavor Town. I don't Town, know if right? anyone's ever made that association. Like, sweat <laughs> is with Guy Fieri. But do you notice, like in divers, drive-ins, and dives? I probably butchered the name, but he's mm. he's just like. Because he's always in the kitchen, and they're, if they're frying things, then he you just he just glistens a little bit. Like mm. maybe he's the type to just sweat a lot, and maybe I, maybe I just notice things that other people don't notice. But I love sweating. Don't get me wrong. I think okay. it's an amazing feeling. Okay. But yeah, I've been doing these dance workouts <clears throat> on YouTube. There's an exercise video for anything, um, and they've been really fun. And I think for me, what was nice is that it took my mind off of autopilot because when mm-hmm. you're doing a dance workout, you have to pay attention to what the instructor's doing. But mm-hmm. with yoga, I was so used to it that I could be thinking about what I'm going to do next or right. um, the the anxiety about the world. But with when I'm doing the dance workouts, it's like I'm here now. I'm here and I'm present. So that has been a nice way to change things up for me. That's awesome. Mel, what about you? <laughs> Um, what about me? I have developed the incredible hobby of exercising every day. Love that. <laughs> um, I've been trying to do a lot of like circuits every day. Um, 
just like you know in the comfort of my own home just because like I used to go to spin classes a lot but obviously I can't do that um so I had to find you know be creative and find some self-motivation there um mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of crafting activities I've done cross stitching I've done some paintings drawing um trying to record a lot more covers if I can um hmm. I Even love your re- covers sorry thank you you're welcome um, I don't know I just I felt like I've I like before like the pandemic I was feeling like pretty burnt out already like I would think I was just putting a lot of my time into like work or volunteering so um I've talked about this term with you it just feels like kind of like a period of like forced self-care mm-hmm. which has been awesome like I've just had only time to spend on myself and like to do the things yeah like I haven't done like recently or have neglected during the years so I've you know gotten to clean I've organized my room I've that all these like different things that I've always just kind of put away for later and now it's just like I have so many things to do every day it's like pretty exciting mm-hmm. um but I found yeah definitely for me that has helped every single day it's just to form a routine of some sort just to like kind of instill some like normalcy so every day like I try and have breakfast around the same time I take a shower I get ready and like I put on clothes as if I'm leaving the house and I know like mm-hmm. I'm not leaving the house obviously mm-hmm. but it helps a lot because it just kind of feels like a normal day. It's like I get to like, ooh, like what can I wear tomorrow? Or <laughs> it's a bit warmer today. I can wear like my summer clothes. And that's just been, I think, definitely a helping point for me. I like that tip of changing into normal clothes. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it. I've been wearing pajamas <laughs> for the past five weeks. Um, All right. Not washed, of course. Oh, just yes. kidding. Hashtag wash your hands. Um, <laughs> but not your clothes. <laughs> but not your clothes. That's fine, right? It's not like we're in a, a virus uh, pandemic right now. Um, I shouldn't be making those kind of jokes. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Especially if you work from home, mm-hmm. um, it, I think it's nice to just have some separation between your work life and your your uh, normal, like, at-home life. Because mm-hmm. um, especially if you're... Maybe you're at your desk in your room working and it, you kind of blur the lines between work and life, but For it can sure. be really nice to put on jeans or even put on socks. That's like a revolutionary concept or, or even like do your hair. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I mean, I haven't done that, but as you can tell now, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. I'm like the opposite because I've done my makeup. I mean, it sounds stupid, but like I've done it almost every day, but it's kind of exciting because it's like, Ooh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> try totally. a new color today or um I don't know just put those things to use I guess I don't really want them to like wither away in my room and because I'm not using them yeah and it's fun to do too mm-hmm. to and it also makes you feel good if you if you do your makeup and make yourself look presentable <laughs> yeah I I was uh going through my closet because I'm trying to donate the clothes I haven't worn in a long time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um which is hard for me because I'll say I'll always say oh this is gonna come back in style one day and it never does Mm -hmm. um except for jean skirts that came in style and I (laughs) I gave them all away and I was so mad because all my jean skirts from the gap um that's a side thing but uh what was I saying Oh, yeah, I was going through my clothes, and then I found this dress that I was like, oh, I forgot I had this, Mm -hmm. and I put it on to just make sure it still fits, Mm -hmm. and it felt so nice to wear different 
clothes because I'm so used to seeing myself wear pajamas. So even just wearing something else, like, just made me think of other things of, like, what I would wear this to after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Or it, it kind of just put me in a different mindset, which was really nice to yeah. just change things up. So For I sure. like that. Mm-hmm. And with what you were saying earlier about for self-care, mm-hmm. it definitely forced me to take a break because, mm-hmm. like I was telling you, Mal, but I know that if the pandemic didn't happen, like, right after finals, I would have probably launched into looking for a job right away or looking for the next thing. Yeah. Um, but what I think I really needed was to take a total break from everything and have zero responsibilities, and I know I wouldn't have allowed myself to do that, but because we were forced to do it, um, it was just so much needed. So mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Um, I know what as, you mean. As, yeah, because I feel like there's a, been a yeah there's a lot of messaging saying like oh you know if like on the positive end like oh you do have so much time so you should be making time for your hobbies. But I feel like there's also that's where that self care part almost comes back in. It's like just because we have this much time doesn't mean like it's necessary. You know to totally. like find a new hobby or to like do whatever it's yeah it's what you said it's kind of like a forced break it, it gives you time to reassess what you really needed in that time maybe that you didn't have before and mm, nice okay I totally agree with that yeah. I think there's so much yeah it is, there's so much pressure to mm-hmm. think oh I mean this is the best time to start my uh, online business mm-hmm. or or to yeah take advantage of this of this time to do creative projects but if you don't want to do that that's totally that's fine, fine yeah because <laughs> I think it's just the um or it would be for me it'd be counterintuitive because mm-hmm. this time I want to take as total self-care mm-hmm. and I know if I try to launch into my next work or volunteer thing then I would never be getting the break that yeah. I need yeah Um, even though it it is a great time to do all those things. And if you feel like you want to, then that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But just know what your limits are, know what your needs are and don't feel pressured into having to take advantage of this time to, Mm -hmm. to do whatever, but just do you. I love that. Love it. So I was talking a little bit earlier about how my days kind of blend into the next Mm -hmm. and what has been helping me was, uh, just doing new activities or newing, doing new things so it's just not the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, for example, Mel, have you ever played Club Penguin before? Have I? <laughs> I mean, I did. Like, not recently. No, I get it. I get it. I was a huge fan of Club... This this is making me sound like I just started um Like you just discovered what it was? <laughs> no, I, I, I used to play it in grade six, mm-hmm. religiously, 6.30 to 7. I'd always play um, with all my virtual friends that always had memberships, and I didn't, but it's fine. See, I um, had a membership because I wanted, like, oh. the different colored puffles. <laughs> and the outfits. And the outfits. And the, totally. It's always I, I, in I the name jealous. of the clothes. Always. Of course, of course. But anyway, <laughs> but my my friend Annika, shout out to you, Annika. Uh, shout out to our friend Annika. Shout out to our friend. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> we both know Annika, obviously. <laughs> but she was like, Lauren, we should play Club Penguin sometime. And I'm like, what? Like Club Penguin is back? And she said, Yeah, they, now membership is free. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Wow, this is a chance to live out 
my grade six dream of always wanting to have the membership and have different colored puffles. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. And it's totally something I wouldn't do if the pandemic didn't happen because I don't know if I would allow myself to... I'd probably always make the excuse, excuse of I don't have time to make an account mm-hmm. and play. But, but I felt like, you know what? It might be nice to revisit something from my past mm. and and just have, like, a moment of, like, total play, which is something that I I did not incorporate much during the school year. So um, we, we played with, with our friend Grace, and <laughs> we were video chatting at the same time and playing Club Penguin, and not much has changed. Like, all the <laughs> games and all the places are still there, and it was just a, a moment of, like, revisiting my inner child mm. and just, like, revisiting, oh, I used to love this game, and I used to love sending postcards, um, even though you had to pay money, I mean, coins in the game, and I, I was super cheap even back then, <laughs> or, or frugal, actually. But even doing something like that, as as um, trivial as it sounds, it, it really boosted my mood by a lot. I know, yeah, I really like what you said, how, like, making time for play and just really having fun, you know, without, like consequences I guess I don't know like mm-hmm. I think almost everyone had that like like when it all started like oh we can you know watch tv and like Netflix has put out so many shows since like this like a whole lockdown mm-hmm. has started but it's it's so necessary hey for like everyone to just really find time to like have fun and to let go and I'm just like being like yes Lauren that was a good point <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mel. And it's something I I overlook its importance yeah. or I underestimate the importance yeah. of just laughing and having fun. I feel like I can be so serious about just the world and life that I forget to just take a step back mm-hmm. and, and just think. And just be a bit silly, I think. Totally, mm-hmm. yeah. Did I tell you, Mel, that I went to a laughter yoga class? This is so... No way. I've always wanted to go to one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this isn't pandemic-related, but it goes into, like, the whole play. But, yeah, maybe you and I were even talking about it a couple years ago. There is my invite. So I've always... Okay, I know, I know. You would have loved it. But I kind of wanted to go on my own just to, like, see what it's like and... Uh, make a fool of myself in without anyone seeing mm-hmm. but then in the future we should definitely okay. go together but so they they had a free or a buy donation class um on a friday night and of course they don't have any plans on friday nights so <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get invited to anything so um i so i went to this laughter yoga class it was just at this like uh fitness studio mm. in east van um I didn't really know what to expect. I've seen some YouTube videos about it, but I've never experienced it. Mm-hmm. But Mel, can, let me just tell you, it was like the most fun hour of my life. It was just, at first I was like, okay, for those of you that don't know what laughter yoga is, it's not even really yoga, but you basically do like these silly and fun exercises that get you to laugh. And also you do some breathing exercises like uh, in between And so you basically, you make yourself laugh. You're kind of forced to laugh. But what I found was that once everyone is laughing, it becomes contagious. And then you just end up genuinely laughing. And I learned that there are a lot of health benefits to laughing because any, any form of, um, breath 
restriction or elongation is good for your heart, apparently. Mm -hmm. I'm not a scientist. So... Anyway, and it was, so it was also, like, that, that, the aspect of the breathing, but also just being silly. Like, we would pretend to make this pizza, but with the ingredients were laughter, and it was, it was so <laughs> interesting to see adults be so silly, because mm-hmm. I've just never seen anything like that before, yeah. and I think at first, I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm on board, but, like, five minutes in, I was, like, riding a, a motorcycle of laughter, and, <laughs> which is literally one of the activities, and I, like, once I left, I couldn't stop smiling, like, I was almost giddy, because <laughs> it, it, it was, it felt like, the, or the time I went, it, it was right after I learned that classes were going to be canceled mm. until the rest of the year. And mm-hmm. I was really upset by that mm-hmm. because it was, it was so abrupt. I, I knew they were going to cancel classes eventually, but mm-hmm. I didn't think they were they were already going to cancel it until exams. Yeah. And I just felt really disappointed because not only would I not be able to see my classmates or the people I volunteer with, but it was just I didn't really get closure on a lot of things I was doing. Yeah. So... And I'm like, okay, I'll go to this laughter yoga class and uh, maybe it'll take my mind off things. And it totally did that. And I just felt better. And I couldn't pinpoint why, but I just felt like, you know what? Things are going to be okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It really changed my day around. So I highly recommend it once this whole thing is over. (laughs) And you know what? I'm sure they do online laughter yoga classes, even though it's probably a little bit different. But I'm sure it exists. I'm going to look into that. But I think you would love it, Mel. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Probably would have loved it, too, if I went. I know. (laughs) I know. You know what? I'm too embarrassed, especially for my first class. I I asked my mom if she wanted to come. But I'm like, you know what? I should just go alone just so I can Mm. scope out the scene. Um, but now that I've been, I, I feel less, less embarrassed and cause it's you. Like I literally don't care. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I care about you. Do, I mean, don't misinterpret my words, but, um, <laughs> that was a disclaimer to the people, not to you, but, um, all right. Do you have any other activities you want to talk about or do you want to launch into the next thing? What else have I been doing? Oh, Animal Crossing. That's all I've been doing. I've been... I, ju- I just renovated my home to make a new bedroom. Love it. It's pretty exciting. Um, our island is called Bagel Bay, which is, I think, the best name. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, what else have I been doing? I don't know. We're, I'm pretty... Like, our apartment's pretty lucky because we have a balcony so um I've put a rug on there some days and just lie down in the sun which is kind of nice having you know that sun time without worrying if people are around me or something yeah um yeah baking a lot I think you know I've definitely jumped on that trend of the banana bread um trying to make my own bread (laughs) next week to see how that goes um yeah not too much really I think I'm just trying to find, like, every day, like, after, like, have my routine of, like, working out and breakfast and showering and whatever, is just trying to find some kind of, like, artsy form of activity just to have, like, some splash of creativity every single day, whether that's, like, journaling a bit or drawing. I've been actually, you know how there's always, like, that, um, like, there's that Inktober? We're in October. No, tell okay. me. Okay, so in October, like, some illustrators or artists, like, there's this, um 
kind of concept that I guess called Inktober, where every single day there's like a new prompt that you have to draw stuff. Mm. Um, so I've just decided to do that in May. Um, <laughs> so I've just I've gotten pieces of paper that's like you know like different words. Like one day it might be enchanted, or the other day is like freeze, mm-hmm. and you just kind of have to interpret what that means. So it's been a really fun kind of like creative exercise to um, you know kind of hone in on my like drawing skills which aren't very good but and all my creatures and things just look so scary but it's been really fun to like try and think outside the box and not kind of like put out the most obvious work it like forces me to think a bit and to use that creative mind that reminds me of those art journals that they sell at chapters where they'll give you a prompt and then you draw yeah I like that because if I, I feel like if I were to just start sketching I would go to my go-tos like flowers or Mm -hmm. um you Mm -hmm. know a distorted image of myself because I'm self-centered um (laughs) I like the idea that you have to or challenges you to think about things differently and when Mm -hmm. you said freeze I'm like oh like an ice cube ice cream like well like Iceland I wrote what did I do for freeze I think I drew like a fake TV show where they framed innocent people, <gasps> which is whoa. Okay, you're so much more creative than me. I thought an ice cube, and you're literally thinking of a, a TV plot. I think that's why though. It's like freeze is too obvious. So I want it. I like since I have it this time. Yeah, to like think a bit more and like really be creative when I want to. I can you know try and push it a bit more, and. Do something novel. Do something novel. Write a novel. Speaking... Oh, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Speaking of <laughs> prompts like that, there's this um, this mm-hmm. thing called Isolation Journal, and it's basically every day you will get emailed a different journal prompt, and uh, I, I don't think they all relate to the pandemic, but it'll be a question like, mm-hmm. think of the five most significant events of your life, and think of a song that describes that event. So five different songs. Yeah. And I think it's really fun just to, again, think of things in different ways. Because I know if I Mm -hmm. journal, I just write about how I'm feeling or what I did that day. It's nice to to have something help you to think outside the box. Because it's it's easy to get stuck, especially Mm -hmm. when we have the same routine over and over again. And we're not being exposed mm-hmm. to different environments or different things, but it can it yeah. can help to have someone else jog your um, creativity. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes, I think, like the hard work out of it. Where you're, it's, when someone's telling you to do something, you only have to really like bust the brain a bit to find a new idea rather than come up with one yourself. And then maybe it becomes easier to come up with those ideas once you're um, working that creative muscle. I like that, because during the school year, it all goes to... I, I guess now that I have so much time to think, I, I've i been reflecting yeah. more about things that maybe I could have done differently, or things mm. that... Or, or things that I enjoyed, but just seeing... I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but seeing, like, what things could have helped during the time. Um, I mm-hmm. think I always put time to be creative on the back burner it was never a priority for me because when you're in school Mm. there's always something more important than time for yourself at least that's what I felt like so now that there's no I don't have classes I don't have a job um I'm Mm. not contributing anything meaningful to society uh (laughs) 
I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to, we can get into that later, but, um, it's, you know, with all this time, it's like, I have time to be creative now and I I don't need to Mm -hmm. make, or I don't have excuses to, to not be creative. And that has been really fun Mm -hmm. as well. Awesome. Should we go into our next point, Mel? Let's do it. Okay. So my next point is to stay connected with friends or take the opportunity Mm -hmm. to reconnect with some old friends. Um, I have a story, so, which Mel obviously knows already, (laughs) but, so yeah, I've been trying to, (laughs) I know, so, I've been having video calls or calls with, with friends, but I realized that this is such a great time to reconnect with people from my past, because everyone has more freed up schedules now, and I feel like anyone can afford to have a phone call with someone, um, I mean, afford their time. Uh, most phone calls are free, unless it's long distance. But anyway, I digress. So I was telling Mel how I really miss the process of getting to know a new person and, like, meeting someone new. Because in quarantine, we never have opportunities to do that. Um, I guess you could, but I I don't know. I, I wasn't sure how to do that. So I thought, oh, a good way would be to reconnect with someone that I haven't seen in, like, 10 years or something. And so I decided to reach out to a classmate that I had from the third grade, and he ended up moving schools in the fourth grade. But I always wondered what happened to him. And it wasn't like we were (laughs) friends or anything, but I remember he was Mm -hmm. doing grade six math in the third grade. And I was like, what is he doing now? Like, I'd say to my mom maybe once every seven years, like, is he at Harvard? Is he at an Ivy League school? And it was kind of like this ongoing mystery or, like, this joke that we had because we just didn't know what happened to him. Um, So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I'll choose him to be my person. Um, And then, and then, yeah, I I had to add him on Facebook, and I genuinely wasn't sure if he was going to remember me, but he did, and we ended up having this call, and it was... I was so happy that I I reached out and got to do it because it was exactly what I wanted, which is to get to know a new person and learn someone else's story um, because I just hadn't gone to do that in a really long time. And I was surprised that he was on board because I'm basically a a random now. But I feel like in this whole... It is such a brave thing to do in your part to reach out to someone who, like, you weren't even super close to and be like, what's up? I know. How are you? I know. It's because... And what made me think of him was I was I've been watching my home my old home videos and I saw I know because that's just something that people do right um, but my brother converted all our VCR tapes and he uploaded our videos to YouTube but it's private so don't go looking for them unless you want to see my confirmation in the grade seven but um, it's not very interesting. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so I've I've been watching it and I saw a clip of my sixth grade birthday party in kindergarten and my mom invited basically my entire class and I'm like mom I wasn't even Uh friends with these people why did you invite my whole class she said this is just that's just what you do when you're a kid I think it's just courtesy too yeah oh like she's worried about leaving kids behind if they weren't invited yeah I think you just like if you're in kindergarten you kind of just invite everyone that's true that's true even the people I didn't speak to they were there and I didn't speak to most people because I was really quiet but we, there's a video of us playing musical chairs, and, and that's what made me think of him. And he even mentioned during our phone call, he's like, because I asked him, oh, what do you remember about me? Because I'm, I'm narcissistic and, and self-centered. And he was... There was no how are you. It was just like, hey. 
You know what? I was so nervous about how the call was going to start. I'm like, mm. do we say, how are you? Do-? I was totally overthinking every part of it because I've never done anything like this before. I've never like randomly talk to a stranger or in this way before um i usually don't leave the house so this is new yeah lauren actually frequents talking to strangers quite often on club penguin actually only oh yes um, <laughs> i've only played it once but maybe again uh what was i saying oh yeah it would end up being totally fine and i felt like in the whole two months that was probably the most present that I've ever been because I had to you know when you talk to a friend you you know them you know you can you can kind of relax when you're talking to them but when you're talking to a new person I feel like you have to be more alert because every all the information is new and I felt like I felt like time slowed down which is weird right when I when I'm fully <laughs> present it's like when you go traveling for the for to a new place for the first time like, but I kind of know what you mean, though, in the sense that I think you're taking in every detail, yeah, like, so much more carefully, mm-hmm. and you're recognizing things a lot more because the situation is so new. So, yeah, it forces you to slow down and kind of just, like, take it as it is. Thank you, Mel. You're it's, it's almost like if you go to, like, on vacation, and I, I remember, like, when, if you go to a new place throughout the day, I would think, wait, today's still Friday? Like, we haven't started a new day yet. Like, time felt like it slowed down. <laughs> That's just a me thing. You never... Okay. <laughs> That's just a me thing. But it was really nice, like, not only to have social interaction, but just to just to reconnect with someone from your past. So mm. I would highly encourage it. And also getting to reconnect with my high school friends and elementary school friends and just revisit a different part of your life. Because I feel like... Thinking too much about this time, at least for me, becomes very overwhelming. Um, but it's it's nice to to uh, find nostalgia and just reminisce over um, your birthday party in the second grade. <laughs> Go bananas, of course. Um, oh yes. Did you ever have your birthday parties there? Uh, where? Oh, Go bananas. No, I had it at Crash Crawley's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. My too. fifth birthday, I think. I remember this quite vividly because. It was the best because there's like a lot of photos from it. You can make like you know, those like sand creations where it's like a bottle and you're gonna fill it with different layers of sand. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is fun. Wait, is Crash Crawley's the arcade thing or this is a crafting? No, that's Palladium. Oh, is this mm-hmm. a Port Moody thing? I've never heard of Palladium before. <laughs> Palladium used to exist in Metro Town, oh. but it was still so much fun. Oh, wow. I, you know, it's okay. That's okay. It's I, I didn't have the typical birthday parties. I know a lot of people had, like, laser tag um, or the movies. Mine was at Michael's Arts and Crafts store. We would... Oh, my gosh, but those birthdays were, like, the best. They were pretty fun. They, they yeah. We made a gumball machine. I probably still have it. And my mom would make, like, a heart-shaped cake. Um, not because she loved me, but because she loved the other kids and wished that they were theirs. Hers. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Lauren and nostalgia, quite sad. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. That can be our next episode. Um, <laughs> but it, I feel like it just keeps me sane, like, in a time where we don't get to see people really ever. It, it's yeah. nice to just check in. And, and not only is it good for you, but it's good for them as well. 
Yeah, I think this time for me has been, not just for me, but, like, you kind of, you're realizing, like, the sense of how important it is to, like, connect with people, and I don't know, there's, I think it kind of tripped me up a bit, a bit, like, at the beginning, there was a lot of, you know, like, I mean, the post that I saw was, you know, like, check up on your people, check up on, like, people you love or who you care about, I think that, (laughs) that made me overthink too much of it, I think, sometimes, yeah, um, but, yeah, this time I was, it's making you realize, like, it's not that hard to call up your friends. It's really not that difficult to, like, check in on people and even, like, a quick text to be like, hey, like, hope you're okay. Like, mm-hmm. hope things are all right with you, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I think it's so easy to always, yeah, what you said, like, kind of, like, let those friends slip or, like, people from your past just kind of, like, slip through. And I think that's, like, natural. That's, like, the course of time. But it doesn't mean that you have to, like accept that you know you can you can still reach out to those friends and you can still like um have your friendships continue during this time even though like okay you can't hug them you can't do whatever but you can skype i've been having a lot of distance picnics with my friends like just sitting you know a reasonable distance in a park but it's just that kind of interaction i think it's so necessary and that like we all really need that we might have or we might not have known before but it's really coming you know through to show that we just really need that I feel the same way like having this time I I just have more time and space to think about what is most important who are the people Mm -hmm. I value the most Mm -hmm. and because I I, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day of school work whatever but now with so much free time I, I I think what I value is becoming so much more clear mm-hmm. that we have freedom to spend the time that we value, spend the time with the people we value the most. Oh, you know what? Another phrase that reminds me of, like I've been trying to tell myself this cause I think I mean, not even pandemic related, just like <laughs> Mel related, <laughs> but the idea that, you know, to choose people that choose you, you know, mm. like to really put in that time for, I don't know. It, it's, I think this is a whole nother episode. Then, like, back back and dive into something else. But, like, <laughs> yeah. expending energy into people that choose to do the same for you. And, mm. um, yeah, take care of your people, you know? It takes two to tango. <laughs> exactly. You get me. <laughs> totally. And it's, it can be nerve-wracking to make the initiative to reach out to someone you haven't talked to for a few years. Mm. Like, maybe you think, oh, is it going to be weird or awkward? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like nothing bad can, I mean, hopefully nothing bad can <laughs> come out of it. If yeah. anything, it's you get to reconnect with, with, an, with an old friend. And mm-hmm. not even thinking of it as, okay, you have to be friends after this. But it can simply just be, like, catching up over the past few years and just checking in and not expecting anything to come out of it, but simply to connect with someone you used to connect with. Mm -hmm. So the next point we're going to talk about is finding meaningful slash purposeful work. And the reason why is because a lot of us probably had either jobs or classes or travel plans that fell through and a lot of us have to a lot of us don't have those roles or responsibilities that once gave us meaning so it's kind of it's kind of this weird time where like I was saying before that I feel like I'm not contributing to society and Mm -hmm. for a short time it was 
good for me to have a complete break and zero responsibilities whatsoever. But now I, I'm itching to to do something meaningful, not only for to help other people, but also to help like myself and to fulfill mm-hmm. that sense of purpose. So totally know what you mean. Mel, would you like to talk yes. about <laughs> anything that has has allowed you to to refine that that meaning during this interesting time? Yeah, so that's just definitely been something because before this all happened, like I was working full time, I was volunteering on my days off. And so I think just kind of losing that, I've really felt a huge like sense of loss of me contributing to my community and like not yeah what you said like and not losing purpose for like life but losing purpose for like me as an employer or me as like a mentor and I think that was really difficult for me to come to terms with just because I was like oh my god I'm just like wasting away in my bed like every single day Mm -hmm. and been yeah trying to find I guess new ways to find meaning and to like live intentionally so I guess even, I don't know, it's just kind of what you, like, what I was saying earlier, like, reaching out to friends, I think that has served a lot of purpose for me, checking in with my friends to make sure that they're okay, um, I made a cross-stitch for my sister, that was kind of exciting, just saying, <laughs> or, like, um, even for Mother's Day, I managed to grab some flowers for, like, for my mom, it's, it's just been little things I think that have been really special for me. Like I've actually every single week, um, my one friend and I, we have a drawing time on Wednesday. We always have a drawing time. It's our time to catch up and we always try and draw together. And while it's not like the same kind of like output from like myself as an individual to my community, it's almost like strength, like strengthening the ties I have with my like utmost closest community you know? Yeah. Like, really, like, making sure that how I treat those people in my close circle is, like, better, or I can enhance that in any way, or just, you know, maintain it, and so, yeah, I think that's just kind of (laughs) what I've been doing, really. That's perfect, and I like what you said, that doing meaningful work doesn't have to mean, uh, helping the entire world or doing something grand. It can be really small things, um, or not small things, but meaningful things to you, whatever that may be. Like you Mm -hmm. said, of even getting to reconnect with friends, like that gives you meaning. And Mm -hmm. I love that. Again, it's kind of the same thing of what we talked about earlier, of having a lot of pressure of wanting to help everyone or wanting to, um, because it's easy to feel powerless with something as, or like feeling like this. you have no like yeah like no part in something that's so much bigger than you you know in the sense that mm-hmm. obviously this is like a wor- a global like worldwide thing that this is affecting everyone so I think it's pretty easy to feel like you as an individual person is not making much difference or like not really making much of an impact mm-hmm. um, and like obviously that can that's different depending on like actual physical interactions but in terms of the yeah like meaning and having purpose like it's it you can downscale that and it's you know really come back and center into your body and kind of feel like what can I do now or like what can I do with what I have and because not everyone obviously has the means to but it can you can still do something as an individual to find purpose and 
it's like voting. It, it sometimes it seems like oh, like one vote isn't gonna matter, but one mm-hmm, vote mm-hmm. one vote totally matters. Because mm-hmm. imagine if like three hundred people are saying oh my vote doesn't matter, but all of those combined it makes a huge impact. And mm-hmm. even like talking to one friend, and if that boosts their mood, then they talk to their friend or parents, and then it creates this ripple effect that we're not even aware of. Mm-hmm. So in in really small ways things that we might perceive as small could actually have a much bigger impact than we realize. So, Mel, have you heard of the term microlifts before? Micro what? (laughs) (laughs) Microlifts. Like, lifting someone up. Okay, I didn't either. Um, But there's this New York Times article about this term microlifts, and it talks about how there are... Shout out to Christina that, that told me about this, but... In the article, it talks about how in everyday life, before the pandemic happened, we had these little moments of um, of lift. So, say, example, you go to a coffee shop and your barista like gives you your coffee and asks you how your day is. It's just a, those small moments of pleasure and joy. And now that we don't have that because we're not interacting with life the way that we used to, we don't have those micro lifts anymore. So we don't have those small interactions, whether it be with your colleague or whoever you, or your prof or something like that. So what helps me is being intentional about finding those micro lifts for myself. So whether it be, um, like my mom and I watched Grease yesterday for Mother's Day mm-hmm. and just finding those little moments of joy that can be so easily overlooked, but it, I feel like those are things that help my mental health, um, be maintained a lot. Mm -hmm. So just trying to, 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 I guess, replace those interactions that I I had before and, and finding new ways to find joy. Cause I feel like if I'm just alone in my room, which I spent yeah. a lot of time doing that, even before the pandemic, this is just about me. Like that. <laughs> no friends, nowhere to go. Um, I swear I have like two friends, but, um, Mal, you being one of them. Thank oh, you. Okay. <laughs> Other one being my mom. So, you know, we have a small pool, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> what was I, what was I talking about? This always happens. I go into this bit and then I, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. If I'm just alone in my room, I mean, I usually don't like, make myself laugh that often or I <laughs> I mean I just if I'm alone if I have no one to kind of uh go back and forth with mm-hmm. if I'm like reading or uh watching a video or something unless it's a funny video but I can totally go a whole day without even laughing at all and I realize that humor is such a big part of the joy that comes from the day-to-day even interactions with my classmates or strangers that that give me joy that I didn't even realize before and now that's kind of all gone now that I'm just at home Hmm. so that was the that was the reason for all of that so the the last part of our show I I wanted to just talk about some maybe reflections some takeaways that we have had during this time for me Mm -hmm. a recurring theme is being more appreciative of the things in my life because going outside and having human interaction were just part of life. There were things I just took for granted because it, they were just normal. But now that I'm deprived of it, I value it so much more. And mm-hmm. once the pandemic is over, getting to spend time with people in real life, I think 
I'll just value it more because it's, mm. I, I realize the importance of it now that it's, it's gone from my life. So, mm-hmm. and even things, and not only the things I'm being deprived of, but recognizing what I'm grateful for right now. And for me, that means getting to stay at home, getting to quarantine with my family and getting to have my own space, really simple things. But what helps for me in a time of so much uncertainty is to recognize what you do have and have control over because there are a lot of things out of our control or things that we don't have. But just recognizing simple things like my health or the ability to have so much free time um, for the frontline workers, for the people that are, are working so hard to, to combat this pandemic. And those moments of gratitude helps me uh, feel less overwhelmed with the uncertainty of the world and take a pause. It, it's easy to, to overthink or spiral into negative thoughts, especially at a time like this that is difficult for a lot of people. But simply, and it can be as simple as writing things like a three things I'm grateful for or just chatting about it with someone that you love. It, it, it helps a lot. Yeesh, Lauren, how I can, there's no way I can, like, respond to that. Um, <laughs> no response needed. You can just snap. If you, is that obnoxious that I, rec- I said that? Thank you. Um, for me, it's been quite, I think, I've, something I've been trying to focus on recently is, like, trying to relearn patience. And like mm. give patience for myself and for like things to heal and you know in times of uncomfort which I feel like this is kind of the time especially with all this uncertainty like it that I think are those are periods and times where you grow a lot and you can learn a lot so I'm just trying to understand that you know that this thing is temporary it's a process we'll all get through it we'll get through it together but um it might not be for a while and that's gonna be okay and so just trying to I don't know, like, cope with myself and just kind of, like, keep myself at bay and, yeah, feel present every day, um, relearn patience, be kind to your people, yeah. And to yourself. And to yourself. Yeah, we could use more Mm self-kindness, global kindness. I like what you said about just taking every day to be present. With our future being so uncertain, this this time is really it, it forces you to be present because you don't know what's going to happen next week or next year mm-hmm. which is has been nice for me because I what I know about myself is I'm very future oriented mm-hmm. like the, the decisions that I make now I make them because of the future outcomes but now it's it's different like the, the decisions I make are, are very present and it's like oh what do I feel like doing right now which is something that is was once foreign to me, but has now become a routine. Mm-hmm. It was Mel's idea to to record this episode about maintaining mental health during this time, which I think it's, I mean, more important than ever to consider um, our own mental health and, and the people around us. So thank you, Mel, for suggesting this idea. Oh, and this has been so fun. It's been so long since we've done an episode together. So it's bringing me back. Mm-hmm. This is really fun. <laughs> oh, and I have another point that you said about... Oh, yeah. um, Knowing that everything right now is just temporary, you know, it's easy to feel like, oh, this is going to be forever. We're gonna, like, this is the new normal and things are never going to change. But every day things are changing, um, whether it be more people are dying. Sorry. that was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to take that out because that was bad. Whether it be more restrictions are being lifted, new businesses are being opened, um, we don't know what's, what's going to happen. Just knowing that all emotions are temporary and they'll pass, even the most intense emotions, um, mm-hmm. like anger or impatience or sadness. And I think, things. especially knowing that like it's not just you feeling these things. Like A lot of people, I think, are feeling overwhelmed and kind of stressed with all this like uncertainty. Like We're not hardwired to really feel comfortable with not knowing what's happening next and so yeah reaching out to your people reaching out to you know your friends and even yeah past friends new friends about like discussing it it can be a bit uncomfortable and almost a bit monotonous but I think it helps us all yeah a simple conversation can connect everyone and I mean I can definitely say I felt every emotion that you possibly can during this time and I think almost everyone can probably relate to that and that's what is the one of the nice things about this time is that we all have impacted in some way and we can all relate to each other on a, a human fundamental level that mm-hmm. in a time that, that we is, all have like this shared experience together for the first time ever it's this completely unprecedented time Thank you, Mel. I'm so happy we got to record this together um, yeah. remotely, of course. And I would love to have a... I would never want to be near Lauren. <laughs> you know, I have this, <laughs> this ongoing joke that no one finds funny, but um, <laughs> it's that... Um, <laughs> you keep I'm, laughing at your own joke. I know, I know. I even said earlier that I never make myself laugh, but... Um, the idea that I'm so used to social distancing because people would keep their distance from me anyway, just before... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> So this isn't exactly new to me, um, but th- now, it's just another day in the life. It really is. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is so different," but for me, it's just nothing has changed. Um, anyway, Mal, I would love to have a socially distanced picnic with you one of these days. Oh, great! Okay, we'll plan that. I'll be posting new episodes every Wednesday, starting on May twentieth. So you can subscribe on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app. Make sure to like the Facebook page to stay updated. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye.